1: Welcome to Future Tech Podcast. I'm your host, Julian Lamar, and I have with me on the line Robert Rodenrick. He is the VP of Strategy and Marketing at Global BBVA Bank and Denizen. Welcome, Robert.
0: Hi. Thank you very much for having me.
1: Absolutely. Why don't you give us a little bit of an overview of Denizen as a company?
0: Sure. Um, Denizen is uh, – I'll start with the the kind of a, a step back from Denizen. Um, so BBVA, we are – the 30th largest bank in the world. Um, We're in mostly Spanish-speaking countries, um, largest bank in Mexico, fourth largest bank in Europe. Um, And for us, the bank decided um, the world is moving into digital. And banks are traditionally brick and mortar. You know, you have to walk inside a building. Um, And a lot of banks, unlike Amazons of the world, the Facebooks of the world, um, they weren't pushing as hard into digital. So two years ago, our CEO of the Global Bank or three years ago, the CEO of the Global Bank said, we need to make a, put a stake in the ground and say, let's move into digital and, and do it the right way. So we created an office in San Francisco in downtown in the heart. Um, we're actually right across from Facebook's new Instagram building. Um, and they said they want us to build digital-only uh, startups to help uh, re, re, um, re-energize the bank and move into a digital world. And that, from that, um, two years ago, came Denizen. Um, A year was about research. And this last year, we finally, you know, the rubber met the road and we started building the product. And what Denizen is, is we're in a world that's getting smaller and smaller. Uh, More people work across borders than ever before. More people travel across borders than ever before. More people send money across borders than ever before. And so what we said was, well, let's take a look at that landscape. And people are paying 1% to 4% of whatever they send just to send money across the border into another currency. And when we looked at it, we have banks in multiple countries. Sending money to ourselves is actually free. Why are people paying these large percentage? So we said to ourselves, let's create a digital platform that creates a global bank account, but it has multiple banks around the the world. So for instance, Denizen, we have a bank in the U.S., a bank in the EU. So if you work in the U.S., but you have family in the EU, you want to send money to the EU, it's 100% free. There's no cost there. Mm -hmm. Um, And you do that through our platform because we have those banks. And so the high level of denizen is we want to remove all the frictions and barriers of being an expat, being someone that's a global citizen, um, and rid them of all those fees. And that's denizen at the the highest level.
1: Wow. So I guess let's let's dive into a little bit more of the features. So, you know, it's definitely hassle-free and it's immediate. Uh, What about exchange rates and things of that nature?
0: Yeah, that's a great question. So um, what a lot of people don't know is there's usually three costs associated with sending money abroad. There's the the actual paperwork fee that you have to pay. Um, So in the United States, if I walked into any brick and mortar bank and I wanted to send money to the UK, I would pay a $25 or $35 or $55 fee uh, for that wire transfer. I'd also pay a percentage of the transfer itself that you see a lot of online businesses charging you. So one to 4%. Of whatever I'm sending and the third charge is the FX, the FX rate and sometimes people put a spread on there so if um, I'm exchanging currency I don't know what it is off the top of my head today but it's a from US uh, to the euro one to say 1.3 um, usually someone would tack on a 0.05 to that or whatever that might be um, also so there's three charges there we are hundred percent transparent there's no fee to send it there's no percentage of the transfer And the FX spread, it's literally the mid-market rate for the day. So we are giving you the rate that we get. We are giving that to you, and and that's what that fee is.
1: Wow, and I'm reading here, you know, about it's it's one borderless account. So you're like you said before, it's seamless transactions around the world, as it really should be. Um, What if you have multiple accounts in different areas? Can you can you control multiple accounts on Dozen?
0: Yeah, that's a great question. So uh, what we wanted to start with is we asked a couple questions uh, about our expat customers and other customers. Well, everyone traditionally has some bank account. Um, What we wanted to be is that bank account you use most frequently, not necessarily the bank account you've just had since college or you've had for the last 15 years. So the way Denizen works is we have right now a, a bank in the U.S., bank in the E.U. When someone signs up, they have both the accounts, but we find out where they primarily live. Um, So, say I live in Europe, um, but I'm from the United States, their primary address will be in the US, I mean, sorry, in Europe, and their currency will be set to euros. And so, when I do all my transactions, I'll probably be mostly in Europe. So, I withdraw from the ATM. So, we keep the money they have mostly in that account. Um, If I wanted to send it, say, money to my mother in California, I would actually initiate a transfer to her bank account in Denizen. And what happens is the money actually is sent from Denizen Euro denizen dollar and then denizen dollar to my mother's bank account and that happened seamlessly without a fee and so the multi-currencies we're actually adding a bunch of other currencies and countries very soon and so how that'll work will still be the primary but i can send money to anyone around the world or receive money from anyone around the world it'll go into whatever account the money needs to go into and then it will funnel to my primary account and again we don't charge anybody any fees for the currency exchanges or um you know, or changing those currencies. So to the user, there's no cost uh, for having one global account. And, and to us and some of the feedback we were getting, that made a lot of sense to a lot of people. So for now, um, you can't store currencies in other currencies, um, multiple currencies, um, but it's just one currency account, which is your primary, but you have the availability to receive or send money in multiple currencies.
1: Very, very easy and, and straightforward. What banking institutions are you planning to work with or currently working with?
0: So right now, uh, BBVA, um, we work directly with BBVA. Um, and, uh, the nice thing is, is BBVA has made some significant investments into, um, into Adam bank, um, in the UK, uh, recent $250 million or 50 million euro investment. And so we're exercising our options right now and working through, um, what banks we would be working with, but currently, right now, it's BBVA Bank, um, and in the different countries BBVA operates. In. So, in the United States, it's actually BBVA Compass um, <clears throat> that we've been working with.
1: Great, and so and so, in order to to use it, you would then transfer out of your current banking system into BBVA. That would be one of the first steps to starting to work with Zenosin, correct?
0: Um, Sorry, can you uh, say the question in a different way? Maybe I'm not quite understanding.
1: Yeah, no, it's okay. So if I had, like, say, a Chase bank account and I wanted to use Denizen, would I just transfer all my stuff into the BBVA bank?
0: Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. That's a great question. So what happens is with Denizen, we actually take all your information. You actually don't really interact with the underlying banks, like, say, BBVA Compass in the U.S., or BBVA, say somewhere in Europe, um, what you sign up with is just Denizen. Um, we have the relationships mm-hmm. with those banks, so for you, it's just signing up, filling out one application with Denizen, and then say we're in seven countries, and if you have the appropriate documents, you would actually have seven accounts open instantaneously for you um, that are real bank accounts um, across the world. So it'd be like say you know a Chase or an HSBC or whatever might be around the world. Um, instead of filling out individually you 're just automatically available across all of those currencies and with your chase account um you wouldn 't be transferring anything. You could keep your chase account and you can actually link your bank account to us to make transfers into denizen uh easier so say maybe you use Chase for paying a you know an auto loan um but you wanted to use denizen to you know connect with family members, or pay bills or rent or mortgage in Europe. Um, you could you could still use us with both. We're never meant to completely 100% erase these other banks, but what we realize is these other banks um, want you to keep their money in them. With us, we want you to be able to send your money across borders and over time, um, hopefully move over to some of our other products and services.
1: That answers my question. Thank you so much. Um, tell me a little bit about how you got involved with Dennison and your background a little bit.
0: Yeah, it was interesting enough. The CEO, Joaquin, and I are both um, entrepreneurs. We both have had multiple venture-backed startups. And um, six years ago, I had a startup that was looking for a payment system. And Joaquin, the CEO, had a payment startup that he was working on. And we just happened to cross paths through a a friend. Um, It ended up not working out um, just because the technologies were a little bit different that we're doing. Um and then uh six years later he he gave me a call and said, uh, cause I lived in the Bay Area and he at the time lived in LA. He moved up to the Bay Area and he said, Hey, I'm working on this project and need someone to come help um, you know, be a co founder, help lead. Um and I said, Okay, let's talk. He pitched it to me and I immediately understood the problem and I was like, I'm in. Um and then a week later I was working for him. Um prior to that, um, for three years the um The uh, founder of Intuit, uh, which is the owner parent company of TurboTax, QuickBooks, and Mint, Uh, the founder had reached out to me three years ago and asked for me to come to TurboTax to lead innovation. Um, So for three years, I led the innovation team um, there. Uh, We created two massive projects. One was called Benefit Assist. We actually rebuilt the benefit engine that you can get food stamps from um, in the U.S., and we gifted it to the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services uh, two years after we got into the project, but we delivered $1.5 billion in benefit. And then in my third year there, I uh, co-led the project Turbo uh, with TurboTax, which is helping Americans get credit scores, um, be able to get a better credit score, get out of debt, um, <clears throat> better financing options. And that was with about uh, 30, 30 million customers. And then before that, um, co-founded a, a, an app called Breathometer, Uh, We were on a TV show called Shark Tank. Uh, We ended up raising uh, uh, close to $75 million. We had an exit out of there. What it was is a hardware software product. You plug the hardware into your cell phone, you blow into it, and it'll tell you it would be a breathalyzer. It would analyze your breath compound. And we wanted to turn that into a healthcare company. So we had an exit out of there uh, to a oral health company. And then my last project uh, was I co-founded which was uh, called Safe Trek app. Right now, it's currently the number one safety app in the United States on iOS and Android uh, with over four and a half stars. Um, 2% of all 911 calls went through our system. What we use is GPS instead of uh, cell phone, or with cell phones we use the GPS off the phone for satellites and not landlines. So it's three minutes faster connecting to police and having them find your location via cell phone um, using our app than calling 911. And so that's been very successful um, with about $8 million funding. It's still running. Um, but uh, between this project and that one and some of the other obligations, Denizen sounds like a project you could really leap into and, and really make a global change. So that's been my background about the last, uh, I'd say, five years or so. Yeah.
1: Very exciting. And I, I love the um, most recent one you were talking about where the police can get to you in uh, three minutes faster, because really if it's a, if it's a medical situation, three minutes could really mean the difference between life and death. So that's, that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, one of our, I mean, we, we, the founders, uh, myself and the CEO, we, we would take, we would actually go to our call centers and listen to some of the calls so we can understand how to build the software better. And I mean, we've stopped kidnappings. um, We've stopped home invasions. One home invasion one that was very scary was a, a deaf woman who couldn't speak. Um, husband worked graveyard. Someone broke into her house with a gun uh, to try to rob them. She hid in the closet. She couldn't talk or text the police, but with our app, she could text us. We were able to send the sheriff department and catch someone in her home um, and you know, potentially, hopefully, I'd like to think save her life um, in that situation. So there are countless stories. So that's, um, I think, a really, really good. You can go home at night and feel good about yourself at that startup, especially with the funding we were getting.
1: And I really love that all your projects have this underlying current of of helping people and, and really making the world a better place, because with the uh, you know, you're really trying to just make it easier for people who who do travel around. It's a global citizenship nowadays. People are from certain countries, but we're really global citizens and we are. So why aren't why isn't our banking? <laughs>
0: Absolutely. And and I think that's, um you know, my background, my mother and father are from Mexico and I'm first generation American. And um, when we've sent money to Mexico, when we see the fees and, you know, you don't have a lot of money to send home, but you send it and the banks are taking a percentage of that. Um, oh, we see people. that with a lot of people. Um, yeah. Uh, a lot of our, our customers are, you know, you know, they don't send over under over a thousand dollars a month back home, but uh, you know, a couple hundred dollars makes a difference to someone a year. And um, but, Denizen, there are other products. Um, we want to be with you long term. We don't want to make a buck off you now um, that I think a lot of other banks and institutions are in it for just give me money now and give me money tomorrow. And they want to keep getting money from you. It's here. We'll give you an absolute free product. Like you can sign up. We will not be charged in our in our free product. And um, if you want to expand to other offerings, there are where we do make charges at, which we're more than happy to. And even those fees are very reasonable. Um, so in our mind, it's take care of the customer now and they will stay with you a very long time. And when they are financially ready for your other products and willing to pay, they'll pay for them. Um, so that's kind of the the kind of the stake in the ground we've made with Denizen.
1: And where do you see there's got to be some more features that you guys have in the works? Um, give us a little bit of a snapshot of the next three to five years for Denizen.
0: Yeah, I can't give away too many things because it's a very competitive space, but I'd love to give you, um, you know, in the next the next uh, year and a half um, is definitely kind of everyone knows what we're going to do there. So one is um, <clears throat> we're going to move into uh, credit cards uh, as a feature for us. So what it really means is um, what we realized was we interviewed a couple people, which is kind of outlandish. There's two stories where <clears throat> he's the new CEO of innovation for BMW um, he had a billion-dollar startup prior. He moved from the um, Europe to um, uh, Silicon Valley to start this new billion-dollar um, BMW Innovation Center. And multi-multi-millionaire. And when he tried to get a credit line, they only offered him a $1,000 credit card um, with a $1,000 credit line. And this guy is a multi-millionaire, And it's because he, would, he didn't live in the U.S. He didn't have a credit score. Um, but there are other factors on, you know, you can calculate or you can see his bank accounts to see that. Yeah, I think we can offer this guy more than a $1,000 credit card, Um, especially when you move somewhere new and it's expensive to send money over. Um, The other story we had is um, we had an engineer that he was from Italy. He just recently got a job at Facebook. He's making a great living of a quarter million dollars a year as a a senior uh, data scientist at Facebook, and uh, he only could get a $500 credit line uh, on his credit card from Bank of America, and it took him three days to fill out all the paperwork and do everything with that. And in our mind, um, that didn't make sense. I mean, $500, like how are you supposed to be able to, you know, when you're moving over, moving your things, you know, pay for rent, Mm -hmm. eat, go out before you're getting a paycheck, things like that. Um, So for us, what we wanna do is the the next logical step for us, which we're working on is a credit card that can enable expats or people new to the country to be able to get a credit card that's actually a fair credit limit at a great rate that isn't, you know, such some high APR um and also then to service our other customers that may have credit cards, may have an established credit line, but we want to offer something where we can offer them a a very great um low rate um APR um that's not typical with a, a lot of other credit cards.
1: That's that's gonna be huge. Like you said again, life changing for someone who's moving and they can't they don't they're not allowed to have enough money to actually survive and make a make a exactly a, a move. <laughs>
0: Yeah, exactly, and and I think the so credit card is one of them. Um, our other product um, that we're, we're currently working on is a more of a premium uh, piece. This is for someone that transfers, you know, five thousand to uh, thirty thousand a month. Um, what we'll have is a, a premium tier where you only pay three dollars and ninety nine cents a month, or if you're in Europe, three euros and ninety nine cents a month, abs- and then send as many transfers as you want for free. Um, and the other piece is having a dedicated a 24-hour service, uh, white glove customer support. So kind of think of it as the, like the Centurion, American Express, or the Black Card. You know, you can pick up the phone, you can call, someone can answer, and they can help you right away. And so our goal is that we'll also offer these additional services. Because sometimes, you know, if you are on, right now we do have a global customer service team. So you send us an email, or you message us on online, or you give us a call on the phone, Uh, We have someone in multiple languages being able to answer your question. But, you know, like any bank, we do have our banking hours, banking holidays. Um, so we might not be available just like any other bank, uh, but we want to extend that and make sure that anytime even on holidays, uh, no matter where in the world you are or what language you speak you can you'll have a white glove service from us. so those are the couple of things that we're working on that um, I think a lot of others are working on, but that uh, we're really excited about them
1: That's fantastic. So Robert, tell us you know how we can get signed up for this where's the best place to find you and to get started
0: yeah, absolutely. so <clears throat> we are a hundred percent mobile app digital um, we we, want, uh, we stayed away from um, the online web on a, a laptop device or desktop device um, because we really do feel like an entrepreneur, an expat, um, someone that's a global traveler, they have their cell phone with you. It's your lifeline nowadays. And we want to make our bank so seamless that it's just all encompassed within your phone. You never have to go to your computer or do anything else within your phone. So the first step is uh, to download our app, uh, which is on Android or iOS. Um, It's available in any EU country and the United States right now to download. Other countries that we're not currently in, you might not be able to download it. Um, You would download the app, open it. We would ask you for your basic information, name, phone, email, um, verify your phone number. Again, you can have any number in the EU or the United States. And then we go through a process where it's a little bit different. We ask you for your passport and not a, an ID. And the reason why we do this is I might have a driver's license. Let's I'm making this up, but let's say um, a driver's license from Spain, but that Spanish driver's license might not let me open, uh, wouldn't let me open an account in the United States. I'd need my passport and vice versa. And a driver's license from New Jersey, I probably couldn't open a German bank account. Um, um, mm-hmm. So what we did was passport is universally accepted across all these countries. And so we ask the user to take a video with their passport so we can see it's their face next to their passport, take a video of them rec- um, citing a uh, couple numbers and letters to make sure it's them recording it in live, and then a picture of their passport, and then just some PII data, Social Security number, their address, their European tax ID, um, and then they submit it, and that's it. Um, typically, it should only take about eight minutes tops to be able to get through wow. the process. Um, And if you have any issues, um, we'll actually message you back in the app, and then you can pop up, redo your video, because sometimes you might be somewhere noisy, or there might not be enough enough lighting, something like that. Um, But it's very, very seamless, um, and we're working to make it even better and faster, um, which will come out in the next two months. Um, But again, we'll still be utilizing the passport, at least for the next year. Um, And then if you wanted to get a count that isn't technically global, um, by next year, you could you could use uh, just a driver's license in your own home country but um, but the best part about denizen is, is using your passport and having a global account
1: that's fantastic well Robert thank you so much for joining us here today and and telling us all about your your last five years and really giving us a deep dive into what denizen is all about
0: great well thank you very much uh, thank you very much for having us uh, we are really excited to talk about our story and uh, you know you can always visit our website at denizen.io or find us on the uh, Android or iOS but thank you again for the time.
1: Fantastic! That was Robert Roderick. He's VP of Strategy Marketing at Global BBVA Bank, and Dinozen is the product they currently have. Everyone, thank you so much for joining us here today on Future Tech Podcast. We'll catch you guys later.
0: You have been listening to Almost Here Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast post to review and discover more future technologies